0: Here's an interview I did with Dr. Jesse Morse talking about Zeke Elliott. Do we trust him in 2021? I'm gonna tell you what I think. In a nutshell, I like Zeke Elliott in one or two leagues of a handful. If you've got one league, I don't know that I put everything on the line with Zeke I'm gonna tell you right up front Zeke is a a worry for me if I don't have Tony Pollard if I have Tony Pollard I'm pretty willing to to invest in him at least one or two leagues of my you know dozen that I do here we go this is the fantasy football show with your host Smitty You're watching the fantasy football show. Smitty! Take a laugh. Tell me what you think about Zeke Elliott heading into 2021. Let's kick it off with Zeke, and tell me what your concerns are tell me what you're not concerned about. I'm going to tell you right up front. Zeke is a a worry for me if I don't have Tony Pollard. If I have Tony Pollard, I'm pretty willing to to invest in him in at least one or two leagues of my, you know, dozen that I do. Um actually last year I had 22 leagues, I think. But I I definitely am worried. Um, I felt like I saw a decline potentially. He's got a lot of mileage, but then again, you know, I'm willing to take that chance in one or two leagues if I have Pollard because Pollard is such a good backup. What are you thinking with Zeke and, and can you alleviate some of our concerns or maybe make things worse? So
1: Zeke has been unbelievably reliable. We saw a little bit of a decline last year but I think there were multiple factors in that. I'm just, I'm excited to talk about football again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm in baseball mode. Yeah. Um, You know, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of patients recently, and I'm just excited to talk about a lot of these football guys. You know, it's Memorial day today. And and, and now we're going to start ramping up over the next couple of months until we're finally ready to kick off week one. Now, for Zeke, he was pretty much a shoe-in top five back for the past couple of years, right? Yep. Uh, we know he had that suspension a couple of years ago, but besides that, he really hasn't missed any gains with, with injuries. He's been really healthy. Now, I think his issues in 2020 were multifactorial. One of them was Dak and his crazy injury. I think that definitely changes how the offense rolls. The other part of it is... Their offensive line was so banged up that it's hard to, they, it was like a match unit. They didn't really have their strong offensive line and they have an elite line when they're all healthy together. So you had a mismatched line the whole year. And I think that's very challenging for someone who's used to having an elite line and then all of a sudden he he, he has random guys popping in because each one of them is injured in some capacity he still had a solid season but for zeke standards he wasn't himself so is is there a decline or is it just some of these other factors and once those factors are resolved we can go back to the zeke that we that we were hoping for and and i think um, the only really injury concern that he had was a calf strain and he powered through one game didn't do a whole lot and ended up missing a uh, week, um, I think it was 14, and he came back in 15, or he missed 15. He missed one week, basically, or one and a half games, essentially. Um, but he still had a, a very, very solid season. Uh, you know, he rushed for almost 1,000 yards. He caught 50 passes. Uh, you know, Pollard was there in some capacity, Uh, And and I'm curious to see how they use him this year. Dak will be back. That's a separate topic for a separate discussion, and I have my concern there. But I think realistically, if you've got 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, 60 catches, 400 yards, and another two receiving touchdowns, would you be happy with that from Zeke in 2021?
0: Um, Yeah, yeah. I guess my concern, though, like, you know, we're talking about, you know, potential injury um, maybe he isn't a huge red flag for something specific but, but breakdown, like you look at how many carries and, and the usage is through the roof, there aren't very many relevant players with his usage left in the NFL, like doing good things um, What what makes him what makes him most likely to like have one more good elite season when statistically a decline's probably like in the cards here? Like, what what do you think? Is it just physical ability? The fact that you know uh, he's proven to be a little bit more durable than the average back, so you're like, okay, we're gonna give him one more year. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think that there, there's he's a little bit of a different breed. He, him, Derek Henry, are just different. Backs. They're both. I mean, Henry is just a whole other planet. But they're both been relatively injury free their whole career. Each of them have had a little bit of injuries, but overall, I'm not really worried about Zeke in 2020 for uh, 2021 for injuries. I mean, yeah, he had a, a, an individual injury, but even then, that should have cost him two, three, maybe four weeks. He missed a week. I mean, he's still pretty young. You know, I mean, overall, he's he's playing in his age 26 season in 2021. He's missed a total of two games in the past three years. Um, And yeah, he did drop from 4.7 yards per carry in 2018 to 4.5 in 2019 to 4.0, you know, heading in the wrong direction. Uh, But is that more of an anomaly I think so. I don't think he'll ever be the 5.1 yard per carry we saw in his rookie season, but I would be happy with a 4.5 or 4.6. And I think when you have to, when you have Dak back, who is stretching the field and can do some crazy things that most of the quarterbacks can't, that's going to open up lanes for, um, for Zeke that weren't open at the end of last year because Dak wasn't yeah. there
0: and again I'm all in in one or two leagues like I'm not calling them a bus candidate really I'm just being cautious around draft value and draft capital that I feel like could be safer so example we're in a dynasty league I'm taking Justin Jefferson myself personally I'm taking mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson in the first round in 2021 uh dynasty startups I think he's potentially the number one wide receiver in fantasy football from 2022 on um that's where I'm going in terms of like, you know, in terms of dynasty. And redrafts, though, it's very different. I'm willing to take a gamble on Zeke at the at the 8, 9, 10 overall range. Would I take Taylor over him? Absolutely. Would I maybe take a couple wide receivers and go wide receiver running back or wide receiver, wide receiver? Pro- probably would in some cases. But if Pollard wasn't there, I don't know how confident I would be given that he got. And, and again, I think you're right. I think Dak coming back is going to be the answer. But... It's still worrisome to see him run for 979, 244 totes on 15 games. It's just still very, very alarming. And and because he's at that line where he may drop off, it, it you know, you've got to think, is it a, a sign of things to come?
1: Well, in Dynasty, I don't think he is someone I would target. But yeah. in Redraft, there's probably only five backs I want over him, given cost. You know,
0: I don't see a drop-off for Christian McCaffrey or for Henry um, in terms of watching film and saying, okay, I can kind of see what's happening here. Th- these guys are electric, elite, one when they're on the field. Correct. There's injury concern kind of on the side of that. With Elliott, I feel like we may have seen it. We may have. I don't know yet. I don't feel like it's as bad as Gurley where I was like, oh my God, this is clear as day. But I feel like there's that potential that he really, really could have shown a little sign, and we're gonna look back and. go, And he Damn. lost his step, so to speak. Right, and, and but we'll see. It could be just like you said. He needed to get everything back. You know, the Dak, Dak being back I mean, is such a big part. Offensive line. It's easy to yeah. judge judge a player when you know they're hitting the freaking offensive line before they even like get get a full grip of the ball. Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm again eight nine. I'm okay with Zeke. Um, the next guy, unless you have anything else to add on Zeke, the next guy is an interesting one in Antonio Gibson. No, I mean, no,
1: I love, I really love the potential for the Cowboys' offense. I like what Pollard can do. Cooper is is underrated. Gallup should bounce back. Lamb could have a, a scary season. Jarwin um, should be back. I haven't heard any setbacks. And then Schultz had a solid season, so they have a lot of mouths to feed. I'm a little concerned about that. You know, it's not a two-man show like in uh, like in, in
0: New Orleans. As I said, in a nutshell, I like Elliott in one or two leagues, but you have to own Tony Pollard. You have to. Pollard is a very good running back. In fact, my favorite running back to grab, not even considering the starter, in the super handcuff range, which is what I've coined for about four or five. Running backs every year. Super handcuffed, meaning that if the starter goes down, the elite player, Cook, Elliott, Kamara, the player that goes in produces near the same stat lines and that is Madison, that is Tony Pollard. It used to be Lat Murray, might still be. Mike Davis in 2020, maybe it will be Chuba Hubbard in 2021. But Pollard is a crafty, standalone, win win-a-league player and an absolute must-own player for any Zeke Elliott owner in 2021. Like, if you draft Zeke and you don't draft Pollard, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Five running back you're watching the fantasy football show I'm Smitty